think my favorite yeah. part about the story that hasn't been mentioned is Gideon called Dad on the phone, and Dad's like, "Oh, what happened?" And Gideon's like, "Oh, there's just a little dent, no big deal." It's not and that I, big. I was I was sitting in my big. room, and I come out, and Jean and Gideon were home, and I was talking to my sister. I'd been in my room all day. She was like, "Did you hear about Jean and Gideon's car accident?" I was like, uh, <laughs> "Wait." Back up, what? <laughs> and then, and then I talked to you guys, and Gideon told me the same story, and I, I didn't think anything of it. Then I went out the next morning to drive to work, and there's just a hole in the back of the blazer, and I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> a little bit bigger than your dent in the blazer. That's true. I I also got hit on the freeway one time. Um, it wasn't my fault. I probably was driving too close to the person in front of me, but yeah. Then I had two people come and rear end me and it didn't really leave much damage like visibly but like the doors don't like to open anymore it had a bunch of electrical oh i thought you were gonna say the blazer has an emotional scar from it there's no (laughs) physical damage it's just emotional it's just emotional that poor car he's needed to go to therapy and probably we'll have to call up jerem (laughs) how how much does car therapy insurance cost Welcome to Adulting Decrypted, the show where we break down the complex code of common conundrums into logical living. An effort to decrypt the code we call adulting. We are your hosts. I'm Roscoe the Dad. I'm Gideon, and I am the the first, the youngest. Yeah. The, the first of the youngest? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. When it comes okay. to the being the youngest in the family, he always takes first place. Always. So, I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I am Ashton, and I just got home from a drumline competition. Y'all know I'm the oldest already, so I had to come up with something different. <laughs> and I'm Gene, and I just came from a toga party. A toga fun. party? Wait, yeah. wait, hold on. Tell me what that's all about. So, it was a toga party for the Ideas ideas of March, which is like the... It was like the Ides. Ides of March, you're right. And it was like the 18th. It's like the it's the 15th. 15th of March, and it's the 13th. And it's it's the 13th today. But um, I am really confused. It well, it's a party for the uh for that one day in March, and it's the day Caesar got killed. Then it was something else. Gotcha. Well. So it's just I don't know a thing. So did you celebrate it like Guy Fox Day? Like, instead of burning an effigy, you stabbed one? <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> joking. Please, joke, joking. Well, I mean, there was someone with a hidden stage knife that would go around stabbing people. Try to be unhidden and everything. Oh, there you go. Yeah, for those who are unaware, Guy Fawkes Day is an um, English holiday. And once a year, they light a big old bonfire and put... I guess like a dummy or something on it to, because of Guy Fox. You can Google that. We don't need to talk about it. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. Today we are going to talk about the long lost segment of I adulted this week. And what I wanted to do is give each of us a time to say what we adulted like for this like month, I guess, because we haven't done it for that long. <laughs> and just a little bit of story and insight on how we are adulting just like you. Would anyone like to start? Ooh, pick me. Okay. I think Gideon wants to go first. Yay. <laughs> okay, so I was thinking about this. You told me, I don't know how, like a couple of days ago, Thursday or Friday or something, and it's Saturday, and you're telling me your idea, 
and I was like, I was thinking, it's like, ooh, what could I do for adulting? And um, I thought of something, if you didn't know that already, but I thought of something, and I was thinking about almost like a job, sort of. And it's, it's we do this thing where we get boxes of product from a company, and we either take off tags, put on new tags, like barcode stuff and prices and, and whatnot. Right, one of our ways to bring income in for the family, right, into my business. Yeah, and so I was doing some of that uh, two weeks ago, I think two weeks in this week, and I don't know, it's like, it's like my own sort of job, and it's cool, cool to see that I've started doing that for adulting, because making money is important kids so yeah nice nice and what good lessons has that taught you um work isn't work if you do it right so if like positive attitude and maybe five seasons of psych (laughs) but either way like it's a good show it's so it's so good but um yeah, just working the right way, not necessarily the hard way. I like it. It's a all of it is adulting, but you also did something a week before that that kind of motivated you into wanting to tag some more boxes and make a little bit of money. What did you do there? Ooh, I think I know what you're talking about. So I have this metals class at school where we got to weld and stuff. And I don't know if I've mentioned this. I probably have. But um, I welded up at our cabin that we got and we're we're making and whatever. My uncle taught me how to weld. And so I was welding up there and I really liked it. And I'm taking this metals class and, and I was doing it. And I wanted to make like a BMX rail. So just pieces of metal that I can grind on with my pegs or like tie ride, just mess around on in my bike. And so, I don't know, I, I made some plans. Make sure to get good plans before you buy stuff because it's expensive. And so I got I got my plans and I went over to Metal Mart. I bought the stuff. I went after school to my shop teacher's classroom, like the shop, because he said I could. And um, had Ashton bring the metal down after school. Uh, I welded for a couple hours. Friend came over. He helped. He helped me weld, and yeah, it was it's pretty fun. But it was it was really really expensive. So I think that's what you were getting to. Yeah, so. just uh, the the bigger part is that you had a project that you wanted to do that cost money, and instead of saying, "Look, I'm not going to be able to make the money," you went, "Oh, cool. I'm going to do this. I'm going to spend the money, and then I'm going to make some more money." So. Really, that that's really adulting, right? It's seeing what you want. It's going after what you want. Did uh, society care if you built the rail? No. Did mom and dad tell you to build the rail? No. You know, so you adulted. You took a project on and accomplished it. Very cool. Yeah, I think it also proves the point that when there's a will, there's a way. And I might add that I, as part of that project, like Gideon said, I brought the metal down. And I got to do a long-time dream of mine, which was drive on the school sidewalk. Um, because the shop has a has a driveway that goes all the way from the parking lot another 10, 15 yards into where it is. And I was like, Gideon, you want this metal? And he's like, yeah, I'll come out and get it. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'll just back up. <laughs> so I got to back up. And I don't know why, but Engineer High was like, oh, it's always be fun to drive up to that. So I got to do that too. Not stealing from you, Gideon. I'm just, I was excited about your metal and me driving. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
just he just made added it on. I love it. Just made it clear that you weren't running over kids on the sidewalk. You, yeah, no, don't do that. Well, something I'd like to talk about: talking about cars and driving in places that you normally wouldn't. Uh, I <laughs> recently. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Me and Gideon have been going up to skiing and like Sundance, because you know we're just getting snow again. Sundance is a ski resort, just so you know. Yeah, Sundance ski resort. And one day we were driving up. It was a little snow slushy, and it was like, oh, you know what? That that'll be all right. It'll be okay. It's not too bad. Like I haven't slipped out yet, so I don't know what it is. It's fine. And then we were turning this corner, like, right before a tunnel. There's, like, this tunnel thing right before we turn off to go to Sundance Ski Resort. And as we were turning this corner to, like, go towards the tunnel, um, I, like, was dry. Like, I see this police officer over on the other side guarding, like, where another, like, vehicle, like, hit the mid-rail and, like, broke it. And I'm like, ooh, that's not that was that must be terrible right now because it's snowing and it's cold must not feel too great and I was like driving and I and I came across the corner like the car did like wasn't turning and it like started the tail started drifting to where I was well towards the tunnel like where I wanted to go and the front wasn't and then I like overcorrected and turned the wheel really hard the other way and then like I spun and like I put the back of the blazer which is a 2001 Chevy blazer basically a metal brick glad it was that car and it went backwards into the side guardrail like the one that keeps you from going like into a river so and then I like sat there then police officer kind of just like looked at us and then like went back to his truck grabbed the Things that we needed to fill out, brought it over. It was all smooth after that, but Giddy can attest to this. One of the first things out of my mouth was, crap, now I have to pay for insurance. <laughs> yep. Because yep. one thing that we do in our house, or at least Dad has set up, was that if the ticket was the vehicle's fault, or at least I know this is for the buggy, if it, there was a problem with the vehicle, then he'll pay for it, but if it's your stupidity, you're going to have to pay for it. And, uh, I mean, slipping and not correcting correctly is kind of your fault, because there wasn't really anything wrong with that. And he said if we got in a ticket, then we'd have to pay for insurance, because it would raise the insurance. Yep, you uh, you slid sideways or backwards, kind of tail end into the guardrail. Um, so where's the adulting part of that? Doing that, or...? Doing what? I, I was about to get to there. A good adulting oh, okay. skill is being able to crash into guardrails. Is what Gideon, or what Gene's pointing out? Oh yeah, totally. Any any teen, being able to can do that. Wait, oh I don't know if this is hurting your story. I would just I'm so interested to hear Dad's part of the story that follows along that same timeline, as well as when he was informed about the story. I didn't know if Dad wanted to share that. Well, I just got a phone call and and as the cop was coming up to Gene and Gene was in the guardrail. Uh, Gideon had me on the phone and he goes, why were you going so fast? 
And uh, Gene goes, yep, uh, I know, I, I messed up. And uh, the cop said, start the car. Gene goes, it won't start. The cop said, put it in park. <laughs> oh, good, you fixed it, cop. Good job. And then uh, he held up traffic, and Gene was able to turn around. He was 180 degrees in the wrong direction. He was able to turn around and go up and fill out paperwork. But uh, as he was driving, as he was leaving there, I said, don't admit to anything. You know, just write down exactly what happened. And I said, just be real careful. Yep. And then later, when I got back home, my dad, or Roscoe, wherever you want to say it, this man to my right. Um, <laughs> they can't see your right and left. It doesn't matter. I'm um, the bald one. Yeah. The one with the big R on his face and the logo. Yeah. Um, then he like told me to send him an email with the picture of the damages on the blazer because I wasn't still on that roadway to like take a picture of it and show what damages I did. And take the picture of the blazer and like tell my exact details on how I remember the story that day so that if I needed to go into court, I had like all the information I needed before um, my mind got swayed in either direction, I guess. And then currently I have filled, I still need to pay mom and dad back for paying for the ticket and online driving school so that I can get that off my record. Driving school is a way that if you, like, show with a plea of abeyance that you could be like, hey, if I don't break the law in two years, can you, like, whack this off my record? Kind of, like, bargaining with them. Yeah, you only have nine months, ironically enough, so they made it easier on you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. It was nine months. I... But it cost you how much money right now if you don't break the law again and you get this off your record? Uh, nothing for insurance. Yeah, but how much was the ticket? One thirty plus driving school, which thir- uh that one's fifty sixty five sixty sixty five because of um convenience. So one ninety five. And we all know, yeah. like Gene was saying earlier, how the adulting part of this was running into the guardrail. We know the reason that Gene did this is because he wanted to do driver's ed part two. He was telling us just before, he was like, I love driver's ed How so much it? in high school. Um, So, with the thing, it's kind of like, uh, if you guys have ever done like that four-wheeler uh, license thing or like the boating ones, they're all kind of like the same. They give you information, and then you have to fill out a quiz, and then if you get the quiz wrong, you have to go through all the information again. But this one was nice because you had a timer. And it's like, this is how much time you have to spend. So when I was like reaching towards the end, I'm like, you know what? I, I kind of need to cushion out this timer a little bit. So, And then I'd like, like filling out the questions. If I had like three, four, three or four more seconds, I'd just like wait till it finishes. And like before I click continue to give myself a few more minutes Smart. overall. But the adulting part is... Um, figuring out how to get to that, how to like pay the fees, and then actually doing the driving school, um, mailing them back the certificate with like signatures and stuff so that I can get that all cleared up. What happens if you didn't go take care of it? Um, I would probably get arrested. 
Yeah, you get a warrant is what they called it. They even they even said, hey, Gene's got to uh, show up before court. Mom and I got something because you're underage. Said you got to get Gene to get this taken care of or he has to show up in court. There will be a warrant out for him. So, yeah, good. That was uh, definitely adulting. Kind of put yourself in the way of that one. I think my favorite yeah. part about the story that hasn't been mentioned is Gideon called Dad on the phone, and Dad's like, "Oh, what happened?" And Gideon's like, "Oh, there's just a little dent, no big deal." It's not and that I, big. I was I was sitting in my big. room, and I come out, and Jean and Gideon were home, and I was talking to my sister. I'd been in my room all day. She was like, "Did you hear about Jean and Gideon's car accident?" I was like, uh, "Wait, back up, what?" <laughs> and then and then I talked to you guys, and Gideon told me the same story, and I, I didn't think anything of it. Then I went out the next morning to drive to work, and there's just a hole in the back of the blazer. And I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> a little bit bigger than your dent in the blazer. That's true. I I also got hit on the freeway one time. Um, it wasn't my fault. I probably was driving too close to the person in front of me. But, yeah, then I had two people come and rear end me. And it didn't really leave much damage, like, visibly. But, like, the doors don't like to open anymore. It had a bunch of electrical. Oh, work. I thought you were going to say the blazer has an emotional scar from it. There's no physical <laughs> damage. It's just emotional. It's just emotional. That poor car. He's needed to go to therapy. and Probably. <laughs> we'll have to call it Jerem. <laughs> how, how much does car therapy insurance cost? <laughs> Hello. If you're listening to this right now, that means you're currently listening to an episode of Adulting Decrypted. And let me just say thank you. My name's Ashton, one of the hosts of Adulting Decrypted, and I wanted to steal a quick second of your time to do a shameless little plug. If you've listened to our podcast for any sort of time, you know that we talk about a bunch of different stuff all about adulting. Because our goal is to help individuals in this task we call adulting. Now, we have just revamped the way that we do this. If you go to adultingdecrypted.com, you can see all of our episodes sorted out by category. We've sorted it into financial, practical, emotional, social, and things just for fun. So, if any of those categories are of particular interest to you right now, you can go onto the website, look through there, and see all of our episodes that correlate with that specific thing. This website's completely free to use. It's just another tool for our listeners to find things that are more important to them now. So, for example, if I was looking at it, I'd scroll through and say, hey, you know what? I want to see what the Adult Encrypted crew has talked about socially. Well, one of our first episodes, season one, episode three, how do I talk to people? That's where we talked about all about to talk to people. So if that's something you want right now, you can go find that right now. Also in this one, season three, episode 15, The Power of a Humble Mediator where we talked to one of my old bosses about his business as a mayor, also as a small theater owner. Some really cool stuff. So if you're looking for a better way to organize through all your self-help podcasts, try adultingdecrypted.com and enjoy the rest of the episode. Meditate now. Well, very cool. That was a good adulting story. I liked it. So I guess we're going in age, huh? So Ashton's up next. I don't know, Gene. It's your show. I guess. Who feels like they have the better story oh, to follow that up? I I don't know. 
mine story is about cars too, so I guess I can keep us in the same vein. So I, I thought I would use my adulting quick second to kind of like follow up since I got my car. Because originally we talked about car insurance and we talked about um, buying the first car. So I thought use this as a, a quick little follow up. Um, I've been paying my payments on my car. That's been kind of an interesting thing. I've learned that you can get ahead in your payments um, because my payment's just like a normal amount each month. But if I pay um, twice that amount, it'll push it out two months, which has been an interesting learning point. And then the other thing that I learned really quickly is that the car costs a lot more than the car costs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because I got the car and it was working great for a little while. And then once it started to get cold, once it got to winter, um, it stopped starting reliably. And I was starting to get concerned. And so I took it to AutoZone before I had to take a big trip up north and they're like oh yep your battery is dead it's seven years old that's about its lifetime you need to get a new one and i said okay i need to get a new battery how much does that cost and he goes two hundred dollars and i was like Ugh, like that's a lot of money <laughs> um and so i bought a new battery put it in and it had been just fine until a couple weeks ago um I don't know how long it had been happening, but my air conditioning was making a terrible noise. I'd turn on the AC in my car, and it would sound um, sound basically like a motorcycle if it had just been muffled, you know. Like, and I was like, "This is my this is my air. This should not be happening." Um, but I didn't have time. I was doing stuff, and I was like, "I probably can't fix it anyway. It's just the car. That's how it came." Um, and then my service light goes off, saying I need to get a car service, and I'm going great more stuff to throw money at a car this is awesome gas is expensive that's another thing um but so i was talking to my mom and it's like okay how much does a service normally cost could i take it in right after work she goes yeah the services the shop we go to they cost normally about 40 50 bucks you take a coupon it gets a little bit cheaper i said yeah i can swing that that's fine um call up the shop and apparently since i have a vw bug instead of costing the 40 dollars you have a vw bug or jetta (laughs) vw i'm so used to saying vw bug like all together um yeah so there's not much difference between the blue car and the red car (laughs) except one's a convertible (laughs) (laughs) that's true just doesn't convert (laughs) it's not my car um but so i and i called up the shop and i said yeah i just need to bring in my jetta um, wondering how if you could tell me how much I'm probably going to spend on a service, and they go, well, since it's a European car, it takes a fully synthetic oil, and it's going to cost you around a hundred bucks to get a service here. And I went, ah, no, <laughs> I will not be doing that um, because forty to a hundred dollars is a huge jump. Um, and so I said, well, time to go figure out how to change the oil in my car because my dad was helpful when we were younger. He'd always have us come out and change tires, change oil, and we spent countless hours on the VW Bug, um, pulling stuff out, putting stuff on. Um, I'm a meanie. I appreciate Gene shakes his head. Yes, he is. <laughs> yep. We've done alternators. We've done serpentine belts. But uh, go ahead. There, there's another lesson to be had there, but I appreciate it. Um, but so... I went and figured out how much this stuff was going to cost, and I was realizing buying all the equipment was going to cost me around 60 bucks. and I'm going, okay, well, I mean, it's still cheaper than the $100, so I'll go get it. Went out to AutoZone, hooked me up with a deal, got me um, my oil, the filter, which is something I forgot you had to change. You have to change a filter when you change your oil, and an air filter. So, yeah, I got that all for like 40 bucks, which is great. Um, which is cheaper than a service. <laughs> well, and, and the funny part to me, Ashton, is that we have done it. 
I've had you do it, but until you have to go to the store and actually do it, then you're like, oh yeah. Well, right, because it's one thing to talk about it because we talked about car maintenance is even one of the earlier episodes. And it was my episode. (laughs) So I find it funny that you're like, oh, now that I am actually adulting and I own a car, it is more expensive than I thought. So it's funny to me. It's more expensive and you forget some of the steps because, I mean, when you go and change the oil with dad, he's like, okay, I'm going to go into AutoZone, pick up what we need real quick, and then come back to the house with me, change the oil. And so that whole part of the process was brand new to me as well. Anyway, so I looked up one or two YouTube videos just to make sure I knew exactly what I was doing. Pulled the car out, or put the oil out. Pro tip, let the car sit for a little bit um, before you go to change the oil because the oil will be warm. I was lucky because I drove it home and then we took a second trying to figure out how to get my car into the garage. So it cooled down a bit, but when I was pulling that... uh, um, screw out so I oil could, plug yeah the plug out to let the oil drain out i got a nice scare because it was a little warm i was like ah <laughs> throw some of the oil around um it's a good point so good call out yeah i i learned that um so after i changed everything finished up i think all in all it took me about 45 minutes um and i said you know what i've been pulling apart this car um i just changed the air filter i'm curious if i can fix um the air in my car because I'm tired of having this loud noise because the problem was I really like my music in my car and I also like to be warm in the morning but the problem was is I couldn't turn my air all the way up because it'd get too loud for me to hear my music and to be warm and silly me I just sacrificed my warmth from my music so um it was time to come up with a solution so Looked up another short video. After winter's almost done, he decides this. <laughs> right, pretty much. Well, that's true. But I was like, I'm in the project. I'm going to just keep going. So um, I figured out that all cars have a cabin air filter. Um, and I think generally it's underneath the passenger glove box, passenger side glove box. Yeah, I'd say that's a high probability. Sometimes it's in the center, but yeah. Yeah. So I figured out how to pull off the protective cover that hides the cabin filter and I opened it up and realized my cabin filter was sitting halfway out of its little box that it was supposed to be in hmm. so I was like oh perfect that's the noise so figured out how to close it up put it back all in turn my car on turned on the excuse me turned on the air just as loud as ever I'm going this is ridiculous <laughs> so I said that's not it so as I left the air on I started kind of feeling around that same general area because that's where I could tell the sound was coming from and I finally found the thing that was supposed to be the fan and I was looking at it and I go uh, it's German engineering I should be able to figure out how to pull it out so I turned it off um, I was like this plug probably keeps it going so I pulled the plug out and um, started trying to figure out how to twist the fan out ended up having to watch another YouTube video after fully reclining my passenger seat, pushing it all the way back, and basically laying completely upside down on my chair. Yeah. Hilarious image. My mom has it in photos. Because I asked her, I was like, Mom, can you come help me? She's like, yeah, sure. And then, you know, as moms do, she came out and started laughing hysterically and taking pictures of me. I was like, that's not what I want. I think every one of your guys' story needs a picture attached to it now. I can see Jeans with the little dent, Gideon's with his rail, and Ashton upside down in his car. Yeah, there we go. That's that's what we'll do. We'll post them all. Um and so I figured out how to pull the fan out and as I pulled it out I look inside and there's a receipt inside the fan from 2017 for a parking permit or whatever and so either it had just fallen in and I had noticed it or it had been in there for almost four years 
and never whoever had the car at the time was like oh it's just broken <laughs> like it's just loud now um and so as soon as i pulled that out spent another 20 minutes figuring out how to get the fan back in because that was a tight squeeze um turned the air back on and i was like one of the happy it's so silly how happy i was about it but it was like one of the happiest things i was like it works like it's not loud i get my air and it was i get my music all at the same time and it was funny because i had a lesson that i was going to go teach right after that and as i was driving there i was going from zero to full power from zero to full power and i was like no noise yes (laughs) that's so funny to me because you asked me about a week before that what was going wrong and what my thoughts are do you remember what i told you didn't you say the cabin air filter or did you say the fan I, I, I said, I'll bet you there's, a, I go, it's one of two things. You got a piece of paper stuck in a fan or the blower's broken, um, like a vacuum hose or something. And you're like, yeah. oh, crap, sounds like a lot of work. And I'm like, all you can do is Google it and try and figure it out. And you're like, ah, I can live with it. And then I love that you jumped on it and took after it and fixed it up. Yeah, I think I think being forced to do the oil change helped me. Uh decide you know what i i'm spending all day on my car i'll just keep going until i am satisfied <laughs> well you know that i think uh, you know that's a good point on adulting um sometimes we wait so long that that the project becomes a priority mm-hmm. right i don't remember hearing that noise when you bought the car last summer do you know what i mean so I, you know but in all fairness i only test drove it with you once you know what i mean and we were right. listening for a ton of other stuff and and watching a bunch of other stuff, but yeah, but but what's interesting to me there, Ashton, is just the sometimes we wait so long that we're like, okay, I don't have a choice, I just have to dig into it, right? Where this one was like, mm, I'm enjoying what I'm doing, I, I feel like I've got some success with the car, let me try this and see if I can fix it real fast, right? So, um, and I think we all do that as adults, we get busy with our life. There's a ton of different directions to go, and then all of a sudden we have to go solve the big problem. So thank you. Great share. Yeah, no worries. And I I think one other lesson that I attack on, it's kind of small and maybe a bit pedantic, but um, the fact that YouTube is a great tool still, um, it's often, much more often it's a distraction than it is a tool. But like one of the reasons I was able to solve the problem so quickly is I just looked up a video that was about three minutes long and it answered all my questions relatively all my questions you know that's a good point uh i was teasing with my cousin yesterday when we're working on our cabin on one of the projects i said i'm really good as long as i have youtube (laughs) and he chuckled and he goes so if you have internet you're pretty handy without it you're kind of a mess and i and i thought a lot about that and and i don't know that i am but i do lean on it a lot you know i think we can do a lot more than we give ourselves credit for because you eventually would have figured it out but the question is do you take 45 minutes or an hour to figure it out and then do a 30 minute job or I as a kid what we would do is it was called the Sheldon Shelton's manual and we'd flip to certain pages and it would tell you oh to undo the transmission take this bolt this bolt this bolt this bolt right kind of like an owner's manual but super thick and super detailed we have one for the buggy right and we've used it to set timing etc because it's so hard to find stuff for it but um I, I think we're smarter and we give ourselves credit for, but I also think there are professionals that we can rely on and it's knowing when for to sure. do which. Right. And that, that's actually a good plug for the episode we did last season, mm. which is to fix it ourselves or go have someone fix it. So if you haven't listened to that one, that's actually, if that conversation interests you, that's something really fun to jump into. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Right. I think it was one of the right. themes just, of that. And just because you can't doesn't mean you can't. 
<laughs> just because you haven't doesn't mean you can't. There you go. That's a better way to say it. Yeah, I like it. I think it's your turn, Dad. Awesome. So uh, I, you know, this is really kind of small and, and fairly quick to do, but um, this last week I adulted in that I sat down and went through all my finances and looked at my records and made sure that I knew where I was on track and where I was spending my money and made sure that I level set it for 2020. You know, I do a monthly budget. Um, your mom and I do. It's kind of loose. It's looser than it has been um, because financially we're, we're, we're better off than we have been for a while. But I just wanted to make sure that I was trending up. I'm six and a half percent up. Um, so I'm moving in the right direction, um, even with some different outlies that I've done of some some spending I've done on stuff that I think is important cabin two or three different businesses but I'm still able to grow my wealth so to me the money's not everything you know but neither is air you know try and go without either for air for air for a couple minutes you start to fill it money for a couple months and you start to fill it but um the 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 biggest problem for me is sometimes I let money carry an artificial weight what do you think I mean by that um, well, for me, my mind first went to, are we giving it more credit for our current life than it deserves? Because I think money is a monetary value, and sometimes we also give it an emotional and physical value to us as well. That's a good point. So I like that's, that. That's where my mind went. What about you guys? Ever thought about it? Artificial weight sounds um, like a fake weight or something else that you put onto it, like oh, if I don't have money, then you're tying something else also to that. Yep. So it's adding more weight where weight isn't needed. Or Yeah, yeah, interesting. Good point. Gideon, any thoughts or is it too arbitrary? I don't know. I think, I think Gene said exactly what I was, what I was thinking on that one. Okay, so. fair. Um, Ashton, you went over to Australia. You were out I of did. the country for a bit. When you went over there and switched from our bills to their bills, any difference? Our bills, to, like, yeah, just in, in USD cost. to USD yeah. to Aussie money. Did it feel different? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I was shocked when I first got there about how every expensive everything was. Um, and but but did but did the did the what do they call it in Aussie? What's their currency called? Ours is USD, right? It's just it's Australian dollars. Okay, so instead of United States dollars, it's Australian dollars. Yeah, so and it's ASD, yeah, Australian AUD. dollar. What AUD? AUD. Yep. So on the Australian dollar. Did it feel real, right? And and what I'm asking is, if I showed you a hundred dollar bill, that that instantly has meaning to you. Yeah. And you know what it took to get it and to earn it. If if you got an Australian hundred dollar bill, did it have did it carry the same emotional weight? Well, it's it's a kind of a really hard one to answer because everything we do as far as transactions go, we're card. Uh, like we had a bus card. Gotcha. We had gotcha. a card that constantly got our stipend um however um an australian 75 or a u.s dollar is an australian 75 cents okay um and so oh no sorry i said that backwards 75 cents in america is a, a dollar in australia um unless it's changed when i was there that's what it was um and i just remember going wow everything here is much more expensive than it is in america like it was 10 bucks for a sandwich at mcdonald's and they they paid their month or sorry their rent um, every other week instead of monthly. But hmm. the the numbers behind it they would pay four hundred. They call it a fortnight. 
four hundred a fortnight, and we'd pay four hundred a month, which was really interesting to me. So the money there still definitely carried value, um, right. but it was interesting to see how the different cultures, the different um, uh, lifestyle, all weighed into the meaning behind the funds. And yeah, cause, oh, go ahead. For like, I don't know, it, it doesn't really have much to do with the conversation, but I'm kind of just curious. So for like that $10 McDonald's sandwich or whatever, was that 10 US dollars or 10 Aussie dollars? Australian. 10 Australian. So really it's seven fifty, which is pretty close to what we'd pay now, right? Oh, for a value meal, not just for, you know. Right. The, no, that was just a sandwich. So. Oh, so it is quite a bit more. Yeah. So, um,. The reason why I ask that is because I've traveled a lot, right? Been in a lot of different countries, and and I was recently in Costa Rica with Michelle, um, and they have colonials, and to me, it's still there wasn't an emotional attachment to it. If I had to spend a hundred of those, it was like, oh, it's a hundred. I don't know what that means here, mm-hmm. but if I have to take a hundred dollar American dollars and hand it to somebody, there's an emotional connection because I've tied my worth to that hundred dollars somehow. Or which tied a worth to it. Yeah, well, and sometimes mine, right? In the sense that the more you make, the more you have, the more people give you prestige. There's a there's a song, uh, a line in Fiddler on the Roof, where he says, if I was a rich man, you know. Yep, and he talks about, it wouldn't matter if I was right or whether I was wrong, they'd still ask me for advice if I was a wealthy man. And it's so true that we put this, this, this uh, value on monetary things. So sometimes you get so nervous about looking at it because you're like, well, if I lo- don't look, then I don't know, and then my self-worth won't be attacked. Well, if you can separate that and say, look, my worth as a person is irregardless of what my bank has, but I also have to be wise and manage what my bank has so that I'm ready for the future that I've planned and that I've prepped, I think that's a very adult process. So um, I know we've talked about budgets in the past and stuff, but that's one for me that was an, an adulting moment. It, it only took me about uh, 20 minutes, you know, so it was pretty straightforward, pretty easy, but it was part of my monthly ritual. So I think to me, that's a very important part of adulting. So Gene, it sounds like we did what we did. We did a car wreck. Oh no, we started with Gideon, which was setting a goal and going for it. We have a podcast about it. Then what did we have? We have Gideon with a Okay, just going through all of them again. Gideon has a rail and tagging. Tagging for the rail or building a rail. So he had a tag or however you want to say that. And then So we've got a goals episode you could listen that talks about what he did. Yeah, goals. And then you got car maintenance kind of. Well, Well, no, yours was Paying the government. (laughs) Yours is more car insurance, right? Which would have Jeff Hill House. We did a big episode on that. We've got two episodes on that. So. That's fair. One yes. was car, more one was more general insurance, but yep, yep, good point. And then we have Ashton, which is when to fix and how to fix slash um, do it myself or pay somebody. Right. I slash don't know if those care. are the same, but yeah. We've those got three. episodes for both of those as well. And then for yours, we have a budgeting one and yeah, budgeting episode because you budgeted properly. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Adult and Decrypted. We really enjoyed having this week's conversation, and we hope you did as well. If you ever want to comment on our topics, you can send us a message to our website, adultingdecrypted.com, our email, adultingdecrypted at gmail.com, or through our Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn accounts at 
Adulting Decrypted. If you have any topics for the show that you would like us to talk about, or if you are a parent and want us to talk about something your kid should know, send us a message on any of the accounts mentioned. If you'd like to be a guest or have an idea for someone you think we should have on our show, feel free to send us an email detailing your thoughts to adultingdecrypted at gmail.com. Adulting is teamwork. We have merch! If you want to show off your Adulting Decrypted pride, check out our website, adultingdecrypted.com, or our partner website with shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash adulting dash decrypted. Lastly, if you enjoyed the show, please consider supporting us on our Patreon at Adulting Decrypted. Along with the benefits that come with our Patreon, and trust us, there are some pretty good ones in there, you will not only be helping us continue in the effort to make great content, but you will be part of a community of individuals all trying their best to adult. We appreciate you listening, enjoying, and leaving your positive reviews. Now, the special song from Gene and Gideon. Like an adult. Doing stories for the second or third time. Like an adult. Learning what I need to do and how to do it. Do it. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Adult and Decrypted. We really enjoyed having this week's conversation and we hope you did as well. If you ever want to comment on our topics, you can send us a message to our website, adultingdecrypted.com, our email, adultingdecrypted at gmail.com, or through our Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn accounts at Adulting Decrypted. If you have any topics for the show that you would like us to talk about, or if you are a parent and want us to talk about something your kid should know, send us a message on any of the accounts mentioned. If you'd like to be a guest or have an idea for someone you think we should have on our show, feel free to send us an email detailing your thoughts to adultingdecrypted at gmail.com. Adulting is teamwork. We have merch. If you want to show off your Adulting Decrypted pride, check out our website, adultingdecrypted.com, or our partner website, with shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash adulting dash decrypted. Lastly, if you enjoyed the show, please consider supporting us on our Patreon at Adulting Decrypted. Along with the benefits that come with our Patreon, and trust us, there are some pretty good ones in there, you will not only be helping us continue in the effort to make great content, but you will be part of a community of individuals all trying their best to adult. We appreciate you listening enjoying and leaving your positive reviews now the special song from gene and gideon